Would you buy Chloe Sevigny's worn in Birkenstocks? Danya Isawi. When I was in college, a friend tried to convince me to buy a pair of Birkenstocks every few months for three consecutive years. I always thought they looked mildly frumpy and seemed to get dirty often and easily, eventually resembling two forgotten slices of meatloaf that had been noticeably smushed by bare feet. And yet there I was at Chloe Sevigny's closet sale watching someone cling to an old, visibly worn pair of Sevigny's burks like a squirrel hoarding nuts for an imminent winter. I wondered how much time that person had spent waiting on the unseemly long line, which wrapped around the block, how much they were about to pay for the old shoes, and whether they'd have the gall to actually wear them in the heat of summer. I wore the wrong shoes, said Sevigny, who was posted up at the sale with fellow famous attendees such as Chelsea Manning. Thongs. I looked down to see her feet slipping out of slightly wedged flip-flops. She'd been standing in them for at least five hours now, taking photos with adoring fans and fashion fiends alike who had waited hours for the chance to shop the proclaimed it girls collection. Perhaps she would have been more comfortable taking back her pair of apparently coveted Birkenstocks. Hours before I actually had the chance to enter the sale, I stopped by to scope out the line. The occasion had been exceedingly discussed online, and mutterings of fear regarding wait times and subsequent fashion-adjacent chaos had surrounded hopeful purchasers since the extravaganza was announced less than a week ago. This was, after all, dubbed the sale of the century by organizer and never warns closet connoisseur Liana Satenstein. The Vogue contributor, with Eden Pritikin, Chelsea Zalopini, Ariana Aviram, and Ariella Starkman, wrangled together four of the most prolific and objectively fashionable people in the industry, Sevigny, of course, alongside Vogue fashion writer and editor Lynn Yeager, Vogue's former creative digital director, Sally Singer, and fashion editor Mickey Boardman, to delve into their Valentino Dash, Proenza Dash, and Mio Mio, adorned closets and sell their wares. I arrived around 12.30 p.m., 30 minutes after doors had officially opened. People had been gathering at the entrance since 6 a.m. I walked the length of the line, which wrapped around the entire block, all along Bond Street, Great Jones, Broadway, and Lafayette, where another line was forming across the way for Lafayette Bakery's Cronets. It ended, ironically, at the doors to get in, behind a bouncer wearing a suit and dark sunglasses, something every good, clothing sale, has, apparently. The people online were clad in all the things TikTok adores, low-waisted linen skirts, suit vests, capris, mio-mio boots, loafers paired with socks and accessorized with headscarves, camouflage and nondescript baseball caps and many a mustache. A well-dressed group smack dab in the middle of the line told me they'd been waiting almost three hours. I saw them finally make it inside around 4 p.m. over three hours later and found myself thanking whatever higher power there may be for granting these fashion lovers a good weather day and saving their silk, suede, and leather goods from what Mother Nature often provides. Experiencing Ego Death at the Chloe Sevigny Closet Sale Haley, at Hollis, May 14, 2023 In the days leading up to the sale, several eager shoppers found ways to hack the system. Fashion writer Alexandra Hildreth, aka GuyFiery.Superfan, put a call on her Instagram story saying she would stand online for anyone for the right price, which ended up being $40 an hour. People were out there hustling, and some people definitely got hustled, Hildreth told me. She ended up waiting from 9 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. and made $100. 
the line dudes who have famously waited in lines for others across New York for items like the iPhone 6 and the Cronet were in attendance just behind Hildreth. When the woman who'd hired them arrived, drama apparently ensued. She had allegedly brought more friends than line holders she'd hired, prompting pushback from the dudes, who told her, according to Hildreth, that on principle it was unfair of her to bring more people than she'd held place for in line. Ultimately, they said, it made their business look bad. I don't think anyone in line was super pressed about her extra friends, but we're all like, girl, your behavior is so embarrassing, Hildreth said. She responded by turning her back toward him like he didn't exist and holding up her hand. A lot of sociopolitical battles being fought on the corner of Great Jones and Broadway yesterday. Elsewhere in line, though, the vibes were fine, and even good, one sailgoer told me. About to eat lunch with my Chloe Sauvigny closet sale line friends. I don't remember my life before the line. We've always been in line. Tess, at Finalgo Complex, May 14, 2023. Inside, patrons were, surprisingly, fairly orderly, though typical shopping decorum was admittedly thrown out the window, there was no waiting for someone to sift through a rack, multiple people rummaged through the same hangers at the same time. At one point, I pulled out a pastel yellow slip dress to look at and three people immediately hovered around me, close enough to touch, waiting for me to either take it to the dressing rooms or put it back on the rack for them to snatch it like vultures. Tried on this gourd but tattered slip dress that was $450 at the Chloe Sauvigny sale and put it back, then a girl braver than me picked it up and haggled with Chloe for a lower price, sad face. pic.twitter.com slash doqscr1hds. Savannah, at Zoloft Department, May 15, 2023. Items like a camel-colored Hermes coat, a sharply tailored Proenza blazer, an intricately beaded Balenciaga dress, a leather come de garçon skirt, for $750 on its own and $1,000 in a set, a black and white checkered Mio Mio dress for nearly $600, and a floor-length sheer Valentino dress for $650, I had to let someone who thought the SS for. Sally Singer meant the frock was $55 down easy, were a few of the things still available when I entered around 4 p.m. Several pieces of Sauvigny's line with opening ceremony floated around, like a tiny knit grey cardigan, which I ended up purchasing. A left-behind tag for a pair of Doc Martens priced at $35 sparked the first note of envy I felt that day. Closet sales, I've found, are increasingly more competitive than sample sales. Most items available are truly one of one, and once they're nabbed off the rack, they will likely be impossible to find again. That's especially true for pieces like these, which were previously owned and worn by Ms. Sauvigny herself. It's not every day you can buy something that touched New York City's downtown royalty. Online, lucky salegoers shared their finds to wrapped audiences. TikTok user, at Maya Hansel, grabbed a long brown cardigan and a supremely unique letterman jacket from Sauvigny for $75. Another got, a vintage plum Roberto Cavalli dress, and a photo with Sauvigny, after waiting four and a half hours. Someone else bought a, denim midi skirt, for $45 that they said Sauvigny had told them was custom made for her. Jasmine Rogers, who goes by, at that curly top, online, bought a pink organza ruffle skirt, a super mini denim skirt, and a denim corset. Someone else came clean and admitted to purchasing a tube of Gucci toothpaste, an item I had eyed myself for irony's sake. 
Yeah, I bought the Gucci toothpaste at the Chloe 7 sale. PIC.twitter.com slash DSAHADV3 of Charlotte Rose Benjamin at Charla Benji, May 14, 2023. While some relished in their finds, others took to the internet to share their disdain for the sale altogether. One TikTok user posted a video of the sale saying, If you are looking to come to the Chloe Saminier, yes, pronounced like that, sample sale in New York City, do not come. The line wraps around the block. Every girl in line is wearing vintage. Ah, that is indeed often a horrifying signifier of what's to come. Another poster said that everything I've seen from the Chloe Sevigny sample sale has been atrocious. It just appears they're excited to wear a celebrity's clothing, which is cringy at best. The user prefaced the video with no offense, though, so surely none was taken. Singer manned the cash register, a long table managed by a few women and one chihuahua, which was outfitted with printed-out Venmo QR codes for each respective seller. As I waited to check out, Singer was looking for the jacket of a dress. It's supposed to be a set. She told the hopeful buyer. Eventually, the cropped blazer was found in the arms of another patron. It looked as though one of them would have to relinquish their find. Singer looked at them both and said, you decide. The two amicably agreed to split the set and each went home with their own piece. Gobsmacked, I couldn't help but feel I'd witnessed true democracy in action and a quiet bond formed between two strangers, one they'll remember once a year, each time they wear their spoils, and that will far outlast the garment's lifespans. I ended up leaving with two cardigans, the aforementioned one from Sevigny's line and a wool silk blend sweater from Jaeger's closet with tiny knit buttonholes that I love dearly. But the best get of all was seeing Mother Sevigny on Mother's Day.